Stage 10 of the Tour de France was a long transitional stage from St. Flour to Albi, and it was one of the last chances for the sprinters' teams to pick up a victory before we hit the Pyrenees. There was five breakaway riders that went clear at the start of the stage and quickly joined by Mickey Shah to make it half a dozen up the front. They were kept on a pretty tight leash by the peloton, only getting a maximum advantage of three minutes and five seconds. It was looking to be a stock standard day for the sprinters. However, chaos is always around the corner. Natanel Brahan, the Eritrean national champion in the breakaway, made the most of his time out front, picking up maximum points over all the climbs on stage 10. With around 60 kilometers to go, the team of the defending champion team Ineos decided to mix things up and put the hammer down at the front of the peloton with a bit of help from Bora Hansgrohe and Jumbo Visma, causing a split in the peloton. However, there was no GC contenders caught out, but Ineos were just testing the water. There were many teams that were looking to hatch a plan on the crosswinds and with just over 30 k's to go, EF Education first moved to the front and put some serious pressure on the peloton, splitting it in two. And this time, they did some serious damage. And with a bit of help from the yellow jersey himself, they were able to knock out some serious overall contenders. Richie Port, Jakob Fuglsang, Thibaut Pino, and Rigoberto Uran were caught sleeping and were forced to chase with 30 kilometers to go. Panic was starting to set in in that second chase group with the echelons really starting to kick in. Ineos moved to the front of the first peloton, putting the pressure on and driving the pace. The chasing group was almost able to claw its way back on. They had the front peloton in sight at 12 seconds. However, when the crosswinds picked up, so did the Ineos-led tempo at the front. Stretching the margin back out to over a minute with 10Ks to go, there was no chance of those guys, Fuglsang, Port, Uran and Pino to get back on. They were losing serious chunks of time. You cannot let your guard down at Latour and you can't trust anybody. It just shows on the right gust of wind and on the right section of road, Team Ineos have enough power and strength and smarts to put the pressure on and are able to split the group whenever they want. They've showed it time and time again and the British team are the team to beat. What was meant to be a day for the sprinters turned into a reduced bunch sprint for whoever was remaining in that front peloton. A lot of pre-race favourites are actually still there. Caleb Ewan, Peter Sagan, Michael Matthews and Elia Viviani were still in that front group. The only big name sprinter missing was Dylan Groenewegen, but his lead out man Walt Van Aert got the all clear from Jumbo Visma to go for the stage honours. With 200 to go, Michael Matthews seemed to be in the perfect position and his team did a great job of the lead out, but he started his sprint too late and got boxed in. Elia Viviani came over the top and got his nose in front, but the three-time cyclocross world champion, Walt Van Aert, kept the winning streak going for Jumbo Visma and the lead-out man for Dylan Groenewegen. An unexpected winner, but nonetheless a winner of Stage 10. And honestly, it's not unexpected. He won stages in the Dolphin Age just like this. He's won big races before, but nothing as big as the stage of the Tour de France. And as big as the story of Walt Van Aert winning the stage was, the story a minute four down the road was even bigger with Richie Port, Thibaut Pino, Rigoberto Uran and Jakob Fuglsang losing serious chunks of time on the flatlands, sliding their way down the overall standings and Thibaut Pino was up into third position before the start of the stage. He is now in 11th and how interesting was that that Julian Alaphilippe, the yellow jersey was one of the men on the front driving that pace in the front peloton. I think he's got intentions on holding that jersey all the way. Well, it just shows you cannot let your 
guard down at Latour on any number of stage, it doesn't matter. What looked to be a stock standard bunch sprint turned into a bloodbath. It was awesome television to watch, but not so awesome for those guys caught out in the second group. It's a well-deserved rest day for the riders tomorrow, and I'm sure all the guys that had high aspirations at lost time will be kicking themselves all day. Thank you all so much for listening and be sure to stay tuned for future podcasts. And if you need more information on the tour this year, follow my Instagram at Tour de France 2019. Thank you all so much for listening and goodbye for now.